The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. In the world we live, certain things become iconic. They, they're used to symbolize things. Uh, it's just man's nature. We identify uh, things and connect things in our thinking. Uh, but in the Bible, God often uses symbolism himself. And when a symbolism is connected to uh, some divine characteristic, it is especially important. And I would say it is especially sacred and holy. Don't mess with it. We've come to one of those today in Genesis chapter number 9 with God instituting the first rainbow. Now, at least as far as it is recorded, it is the first rainbow seen on earth. I think that's because the canopy of the heavens had been broken up uh, in, the, in the worldwide flood, and so the whole atmosphere has changed now. And so this is the time that this is first introduced, but it is why it is given that is so significant. Let's read just a little bit in Genesis chapter 9, beginning in verse 8. And God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you, and with every living creature that is with you of the fowl of the cattle, of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood. Neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. Now let me pause just a moment and point out that our God is a God of covenant. Uh, we live in a world of contracts. God doesn't make contracts. God makes covenants. Covenants are, are sacred and holy and not to be violated. And the God of covenant reveals his character in those covenants in Scripture. And there are a number of different covenants in the Bible. We're reading here the Noahic covenant, the covenant that he makes with Noah. Uh, but he not only makes a covenant, he, he uses a sign, a symbol, uh, as a reminder of that covenant. And what is the token, as he calls it, of the covenant he's making with Noah? Here it is, verse 13. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. So this covenant was not just with Noah, it is with all flesh. And what is the symbol? What is the token? What is the sign of the covenant uh, that God is not going to destroy the earth again with floodwaters as he did in Noah's day? That token was the rainbow. Recently, I saw a beautiful double rainbow. Stunning. And every time I see a rainbow in the sky, uh, my mind goes to this passage of Scripture. Now, here's what's so awful. We're living in a world full of so much immorality and wickedness uh, that people who are engaged in, in sexually deviant behavior have hijacked this beautiful symbol and made the rainbow the sign 
of their wickedness and their sin against God. Uh, what, a, what a perversion of truth, not only the behavior, but also the symbolism of it, because, friends, I want to tell you on the authority of the Word of God today, the rainbow belongs to God. In fact, if you study the Bible carefully, you're going to find that the rainbow is most often connected to the glory of God. In Ezekiel chapter 1, verse number 28, and again, Revelation chapter 4, verse number 3, you will find that there's a rainbow about the throne of God. Imagine something being so close to the throne. When God puts the rainbow in the, in the sky, when God allows the rainbow to be set in the cloud in the midst of a, a storm, uh, when the rain comes, uh, what is God revealing? He's revealing something about his own glory, his own beauty, his own holiness, his own character. He's giving us a little glimpse of the throne. Now, if you think you've seen a beautiful rainbow here, can you imagine what we're going to see someday when we get to the throne? Uh, but for now, the rainbow is the sign of the covenant. The rainbow belongs to God. God's going to look at it, he says, and remember his covenant. And man's going to look at it and remember his covenant. So we know God's going to remember. We're the forgetful ones, aren't we? Uh, what should the rainbow remind us of? What should the rainbow help us to remember? Let me suggest three things. First of all, uh, the rainbow should remind us of God's promise, that our God is a God of promise. He always keeps his word. The Bible says it is impossible. Did you hear that word? Impossible for God to lie. Men lie. Sin is a lie. Satan is a liar and the father of it. But our God is the God of perfect truth, and God always keeps his covenants. God always fulfills his promises. In fact, 2 Peter chapter 3 reminds us that when the final judgment comes on this world, though God certainly could have used water to destroy the world at the end of time, he does not. Instead, it is fire, not flood, that will bring great destruction to this earth. This is fascinating to me. Here we are in Genesis chapter number 9, and all the way to the very end, to the revelation of Jesus Christ, God is going to keep his word. God always keeps his promises. So if God said it in his word, you can believe it and you can depend upon it. The rainbow is a reminder of God's promise. Secondly, the rainbow is also a reminder of God's pity because the rain, rainbow is a reminder that God says, I'm giving man a, a new beginning. I'm giving uh, humankind a fresh start. I've spared Noah and his family because I didn't want to wipe out all flesh. He could have done that, couldn't he? Started over from scratch, could have destroyed the whole world, but he doesn't. The rainbow reminds us that God is a God of restraint. How awful then that the rainbow would ever be used uh, for a lack of restraint for fleshly things. No, the, the rainbow is a reminder that our God is a God of, of pity, of mercy, of love, of grace, of patience, and of long-suffering. The rainbow belongs to God. And then there's a third thing it reminds us of. Let the rainbow remind you of God's promise let the rainbow remind you of God's pity, and let the rainbow remind you of God's power. Think about this. The rainbow is a reminder that God could do it again, but he refuses to. He holds it back. Though the same God who opened the heavens, just tore apart the heavens and let the rainwaters fall and the floodwaters come, is the same God who has the power to hold those things back. And so God gives in his power, and God restrains in his power. God controls everything. The next time you see a rainbow in the cloud, let your mind run to Genesis chapter number 9, and let your heart meditate on who God is. Uh, 
He is the God of promise. He is the God of pity. And he is the God of power. And the rainbow belongs to God. Now let this divine object lesson instituted in the book of beginnings in the opening chapters of Scripture be forever a constant reminder to us of who our God is and what our God does and why we should love him and trust him and obey him. In other words, when the Lord writes in the sky, which I argue he does every day, uh, the, the sun, the moon, the stars, the heavens declare the glory of God, the firmament showeth his handiwork, day and a day uttereth speech, night and a night uttereth knowledge. So really every day God's writing in the, in the skies, but especially when the rainbow comes out. Let it be a reminder that God not only loved Noah, God loves us. And God was only good to him, he's good to us. And God only had a purpose for him, he has a purpose for us. And let the rainbow remind you that not only does the rainbow belong to God, my friend, but you belong to God as well. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.